Welcome to the Athlete Performance Education Podcast, where we aim to educate, empower, and excel athletes and coaches to the next level of performance. All right, everyone, here we go. We're going to go into a bit of a topic today about some practical applications you can make during our our isolation lockdown again in Victoria. Um, So what I want to cover over today is some things that we can look to decrease during this time and manage. And then I want to address the areas in which we can actually improve our fitness and performance, whilst also looking at some areas we can maintain and being realistic about this. A lot of the people at the moment are facing a unique situation where they actually have all the time in the world to train, but we also have the littlest amount of support. So we need to realistically look at things we can implement into our training and our lifestyle and our routine, which is going to help us in our athletic endeavors um, at the end of this lockdown and as seasons and stuff come back in the near future. So the first thing I want to go over to is those things that we need to look to manage and control and, and look at uh, reducing our our behaviors in so before we get to the fitness stuff. So there's three key things that we want to make sure we get under control and that's our food, sleep um, and also alcohol intake. So it's all well and good. You know, we might be able to train an hour a day every day. You might be out doing lots of conditioning and cardio and that sort of stuff, which we'll get to in a second. We need to make sure that we don't blow out our food proportions. Things like over snacking, over consumption. We still might be eating what we consider healthy options, but our calorie consumption versus our energy expenditure is potential to go heaps out of whack. So the first thing we need to do is identify um, how much energy we were burning in our previous uh, pre-lockdown phases versus how much energy we're burning now. So if you've got a watch or something to calculate this as a great start, it's really simple to understand that for most people who are working, whether you're traveling into the city, going to your office, walking around, whether you work on the floor in retail or something, you can easily expand 10,000 steps a day. Now, when we go to um, working from home or we go to um, no work at all, then we can reduce this drastically. In some cases, some people are struggling to do 10,000 steps across Monday to Friday. So first we need to do is make sure our calorie expenditure um, is still within our calorie consumption. Okay, so just be mindful about the amount you're eating. If you're unsure of this, a food diary is great to do two days on a weekday and one day on a weekend. Obviously, it doesn't change much at the moment, but it's a, it's a really good starting point. So build some awareness and understanding of where you're coming from with this. We need to get that get that right. And what we're thinking about is we're putting a fire extinguisher over these things. So these are things that can potentially blow out of proportion and out of our control. So let's get that food under control first. Second one is let's make sure our sleep is staying within a healthy bandwidth. So we still need to make sure and ensure we're getting seven to nine hours of sleep. And we talk about this a lot, making sure we're hitting our sleep cycles, making sure we're timing to wake up at the end of a 90-minute cycle, making sure we're still practice that consistent um, um, awakening time and that consistent bedtime more importantly, we're providing the equal amount of sleep opportunity. So there's going to be nights where your thoughts are wondering, um, where your sleep's not perfect, but still try to aim for the same bedtime and the same awake time to at least provide your body with the consistency in the sleep opportunity. Um, and then the third one I want to make sure we're, we're, we're ticking off is alcohol consumption. Now, obviously, as you know, athletic coaches and stuff, this is not something that we advocate a lot of. But the reality is, in our culture within Australia, is that you know a lot of people, um, and especially at this time with the lack of training lack of social opportunities and stuff are going to find other avenues is just making sure that that alcohol consumption isn't going outside your normal bandwidth so if you're used to having a few drinks on the weekend or a couple of drinks for dinner you know a couple of nights a week try to keep that routine without changing it and if you're noticing your behavior change try to look at actions you can do to avoid those situations so perhaps if you live in a social house and stuff suggest you know having one or two nights a week where you have those drinks and it's something you can look forward to in a social setting um, within the people that you live with 
without expanding to um you know an un uh, an unhealthy behavior of you know every night or inconsistent because then it will reach into that sleep and that training routine as well. So again, you know, not telling you what not what to do or what not to do, but just being mindful about your behavior patterns during this time because these are the main things that are going to change. So once we create this framework of things we want to control, the next thing to look at is that how can we actually address our training and what things can we do that provide a bit of a purpose um, and response. So obviously, uh, with the closure of gyms and stuff, access to weights and stuff is really, really uh, reduced. So what I want to think about with your strength training, with your weights training, if you're doing Olympic lifts, that sort of stuff, if you have access to it, continue with it as much as you can, but understand for the purpose of the training, unless you know you're your own coach or you're excellent at what you do, you're probably not going to see necessarily an improvement with this. So it's not about improving, but it's about how well we can maintain during this phase. So looking at how little we can lose. Um, if you don't have access to weights and stuff, then there are some great options in terms of isometric training that you can do that can be, build resilience and tolerance, okay? And then just the other thing is looking at your movement capacity. So if you don't have weights, still looking at completing lunge, squat patterns, push and pull patterns. If you can get to a chin-up bar, um, you can complete push-ups, bodyweight squats um, and lunges and combining some isometric holds with this um, is going to be really advantageous to keeping a movement capacity. And then the only thing you'll need to do when you get back is to get some load tolerance back in there. Okay, so it's a great maintenance approach. So what's important to understand about this is we're not stressing that we don't have access to weights and that sort of stuff, but it's about being realistic with what we can do and making sure that we're doing something that's still productive and helping us move in the direction we want to go to post-lockdown. Um, whilst also being mindful about not having too high expectations during lockdown and not being too hard on ourselves. So if the reality is, you know, you're stuck at home, you don't have weights, don't freak out. It's about finding what you can do um, with those options. Um, so that's the second part is looking at those maintenance areas of fitness that we can control. And then the third thing I want to talk about, and this is probably the most exciting thing is, well, what can we do? What can we enhance? And what can we be really productive with? And there's three areas that I've focused on, and then this pertains to a majority of athletes in one way or another. So, you know, some of these might not pertain to you, but hopefully one of them does. And the first one is running. So it's something that we can continue to do. And alongside running, if you, if you don't run, cycle. And this is a really, really productive way to keep our energy expenditure up, to keep us active, to potentially provide a social outlet as well if you can pair up with someone else, but also to really target this element of our training. So if we're used to smashing the S&C stuff in the gym, playing our sport, this is a free opportunity or a free shot at really increasing your aerobic tank or your running capacity that can help leapfrog you when you return to your sport. So there's no point waiting until pre-season goes back or this and that. Right now, there's a huge opportunity in this time to really up your game from a conditioning perspective. The reality is if you're a field-based, court-based athlete, you're going to need this level of conditioning. And there's very little negative downside. The key is, is that you progress it really accordingly and you're really detailed with the training. So for me, this is the area we can hit, we can target really sharply to make those drastic improvements so you come back and you've leveled up in an area. So if we think about our fitness um, as bars of energy, we can really hit that aerobic and anaerobic conditioning and that running capacity really, really high with some really good structured and detailed running programs, okay? Really good opportunity rather than just going out, going for a run, going for a steady state run or, or doing a few hundreds here and there. Here's a really good opportunity to sit down, plan it out, 
reach out to us if you're interested or, or reach out to a running coach out there and get a prescribed program that can really leapfrog you in this area. The second one is plyometrics or jumps training. So it's really hard to elicit power work at the moment without those explosive movements um, in the gym. But there's some really basic plyometric um, preparation routines and jumping routines which can set the foundations um, to safely progress you through that power expression training. So looking at things like skipping, broad jumps, um, not necessarily box jumps but vertical jumps, and really prescribing that detailed and, and, and progressing it really detailed, we can start to improve your elastic efficiency, your explosive efficiency with your own body weight. Okay, so it's a really effective way to start to improve that. And the cool thing is about it is it doesn't take much time and it's not super exhausting per se. Okay, so there's an initial conditioning element that we build in from a movement capacity, but then we can start to progress it as well. So that's another really good area to hit. Again, we don't want to overdo it, but progress properly, it can be a really free or a low-hanging fruit for us to grab right now. So we've got that running or that conditioning from a fitness perspective, which we can really take charge of. And then that second one is that plyometric or that jumping capacity, okay, which can really help that training. And then the third one is movement and mobility, okay? So lots of people, you know, will, will have issues through heavy training blocks and weights training and stuff where they need to have, they need to work on movement restrictions and they need to work on mobility restrictions. If you've ever been told this or you've ever received exercises from a physio um, or an osteo or, or a sports trainer or something, now's the time to really work on these, on these troubleshooting, these issues. You know, previously injuries that haven't been rehabbed properly, sit down, look at your plans. If you're unsure, reach out to an allied health pro, reach out to us as coaches, um, and get yourself set up with a really, really good program that can help leapfrog you through these issues. It's a great opportunity right now to remove the things that have previously held you back in competition without worrying about the things that you were previously doing that you can't do. So there's no point you know, carrying on because you can't do your weights training, which you're used to doing. There are still areas that we can address that we can improve that are low-level requirements for coaching and coach interaction and that are low equipment based, that can still have a huge impact on your performance. Okay, so again, focusing on that running, conditioning, fitness, prescribed detailed programs, looking at plyometrics, jump training in a controlled manner, building from a capacity in a movement perspective to more explosive movements that don't require equipment, and then taking the ownership to address any movement or mobility restrictions that might be causing you pain or discomfort pre-lockdown. Let's work now to get this under control whilst extinguishing those bad habits that might creep into things like our food, sleep, and alcohol, and also being mindful to maintain our strength load through either isometric or bodyweight training and be practical about it, um, are really, really good ways to, to, to maximize our time during this isolation. Okay, let's, let's make the most of it. Let's not delve and, and, and complain about what if and what I should be doing or where I should be. The reality is we can't control that. This is where we are right now. And the serious athletes will grab this by the horns and they'll go with it. And so my message today is simple. Take on some of this advice. One of these things can pertain to improving your performance right now. doesn't have to be all of them. doesn't have to be addressing something to improve. It might be addressing something that you can make sure it doesn't blow out of proportion. It might be just getting your food under control. It might be taking ownership of your movement and mobility, okay? Any of these things is fine. If we can start to adopt these patterns and behaviors, then we can start to head in the right direction in this isolation and come out bigger and better than before. The biggest thing that we want for people listening to this today is that you're coming out with the mindset of how can I improve? 
How can I get better? And removing that self-doubt and those things holding you back, okay? For some people, it's a really stressful time and we can't control much, but here is some stuff we can control. And when we take control of these things, we gain some ownership and we gain a little bit of purpose and a little bit of structure to help us through this time. I'll personally be adopting the running program. We're running a a 12-week running program, which is a really great foundation to set you up from a fitness capacity. And they're all individualized to your programming. You know, we're happy to provide um, assistance with power training and plyometric assistance. Um, reach out to us if you have any questions or queries about previous injury history or movement mobility. Be happy to help in that area. Um, any questions or comments, guys, please reach out. It's a great opportunity to seek some advice, um, to work on these areas of improvement, and to really set yourself up for um, an opportunity to flourish post-lockdown and really grab the next season of your sports um, by the horns. So any questions, guys, reach out, um, email info at athleteperformanceeducation.com um, or DM us um, on Instagram, athleteperformance underscore ed. Um, it's been great, guys, talking to you about this today, and we'd love to follow up with some questions and answers if you have any. Have a great day, guys. Cheers.